Who says a brother doesn't need a hug? Who says a brother doesn't need a shoulder to lean on? For real. Men are not made of rocks, okay? We are made of flesh, bones, and we got a heart. That heart sometimes fails. Not all the time does a man need a woman to rekindle him. Hello ladies and gentlemen, you are listening to the Major Pain Podcast, the only podcast crafted to guide men like you on unraveling your uniqueness to transform the world around you. If you are a lady joining us, feel comfortable to listen as we hope women learn how to build better men through the golden nuggets we will be sharing and learning. Follow this podcast wherever you are listening from. Kindly like, subscribe if you are watching this on YouTube or on my website. Hit the notification bell so that you can be aware whenever I upload a new video. And also, let's engage and encourage this channel to grow so that it can reach out to more people. Thank you for your support. Thank you for your feedback. Thank you for your encouragement. I really appreciate you all. This episode is sponsored by my online course, Unravel Your Uniqueness, which you can find on Udemy. Check out the description for the link so that you can get yourself unraveled right now. In this episode, I will share my very own experience on bromance. Then we would explore what bromance is, how to get the best out of it by optimizing the male friendships you have. Many men might not like titles like this because they feel like it is an unmanly topic. Many men think that men are made of concrete therefore attempting to be emotional is a sign of weakness which isn't true strength comes from exposing yourself to the discomfort of life which includes listening and watching to titles like this that would expose your mind to the realities of life and will equip you with vital tools needed to surmount those obstacles you are afraid of if you make it to the end of this episode you are indeed setting yourself up for success To the women listening to this episode, I celebrate you and thank you for making yourself available to listen and learn how to be a unique man. Awesome. Bromance. I never knew this word existed until about two years ago. For those of you hearing this word for the first time, bromance is a non-sexual relationship between two men. There was a massive spill of bromance across the Bible. Take a look at 1 Samuel chapter 18, the story of David and Jonathan, that is King Saul's son. If we read that verse, it says, Jonathan became David's closest friend. He loved David as much as he loved himself. From that day on, Saul kept David as his servant and didn't let him go back to his family. Wow, can we say David was kidnapped? Well. I don't know. <laughs> so Jonathan made a pledge of mutual loyalty with David because he loved him as much as he loved himself. Jonathan took off the coat he had and gave it to David along with his battle tunic, his sword, his bowl, and his belt. Four years ago, as a newcomer to Canada, that is speaking of me, myself, I stayed in a shelter for a few months. It was an eye-opening, mind-bogging experience that taught me a trillion things. I would need to sit you down in another episode and share my experience with you. Trust me, it will humble you. 
A few minutes work from the shelter was an iconic Toronto strip club where some of the newcomers would go and fill their eyes with the pleasures of the earth. They usually had a lot of stories to tell when they come back. I wasn't really interested in that. My mind was preoccupied with how I could serve, where can I serve. Before my relocation to Canada, I co-led a youth fellowship where we met weekly, hosting a series of unique workshops and services. I felt I could continue such over here unknown that I will be facing experiences that would turn me inside out and eventually build the best version of me. I found a church close to the shelter called Grace Toronto Church. After joining a Bible study group, I figured out that they had a youth church, which was great. I attended the youth church the following week hoping to get involved and I was hoping to serve. Sam was sitting next to me when I attended the youth church. He got interested in me and we started talking. I told him about my experience as a newcomer, my living condition, uh, the things I was going through, and it was just amazing getting to know Sam as a person. He volunteered to take me out to different places. He took me to try new food. We went to a food venture. It was just so exciting and interesting, you know, getting to see a brother in someone that I never knew existed before. Now, that friendship was bread and butter to me. Our friendship was authentically built. I still remember when my closet needed help, he gave me clothes and special health set for running because he knew I was into running. Also, while I was still at Grace, I met another friend uh, from the weekly Bible study I was attending. Him and his wife, they were literal guardian angel. God sent into my life. They fed me, they clothed me, they gave me emotional satisfaction every newcomer craves. Not only did they open their home to me, they also introduced me to their family members and took me on a trip to Niagara. What more could I have asked for? Daryl and Tanya, I pray that you will never lack. Trust me, if you are listening to this, I know this is seriously putting a smile on your face. I never will forget and I just want to say God bless you exceedingly above and beyond. Still at Grace, I met another amazing brother. He's my namesake. His name is Paul. Despite Paul having a Korean background, it felt like we got caught from the same fabric. Trust me, sometimes it's like, wait, wait, Paul, as you mean he was a like dark skinned guy, I would just be like, man, this is my long lost twins, for real. I have met other incredible men at Grace Toronto Church, including Lyndon, the former assistant pastor at Grace, who took a particular interest in me and invited me for games night and celebration. And oh, I met Sanford, the CTO of Soulcast, who later became my digital mentor. And our relationship pivoted to a collaboration kind of relationship because the agency I was working with as at that time had to collaborate with his agency for a very wonderful project. After moving to my own place, I couldn't keep up attending Grace Toronto Church because it was kind of far from where I was staying, but I kept connected with the connections that I had established. I couldn't afford to lose these valuable friends. I mean, I take time up to date. I used to take time to send them a text, give them a call, just to check in on them, see how they are doing because they played a very huge role in my life. They knew about my previous relationship. They, they know my strength, they know my weakness, they know my frustrations, the horrors that I was going through and they provided enormous support. I was a see-through individual when it comes to speaking about my feelings. 
My happiness is that they didn't take advantage of me. Instead, they built me up. Now, how does this relate to you? Do you currently have male friends who you believe genuinely care for your growth, for your future, for your progress? Now, what about you? Do you care about another man's future, another man's growth, another man's progress? Let's break it down. Bromance, or I can say love among men, is often not talked about nor encouraged from an enlightened perspective. Most of the movies depict a male friendship uh, revolves around, you know, delinquent behavior such as drug parties, caught gangs, cheering over your friend, cheating, misbehaving, and causing mayhem in society. <laughs> I have never seen a movie or music or just random in real life image of men praying for each other, encouraging each other, uplifting each other, unless if it's, say, some business conference or maybe it's a church conference for men and they go see them empowering themselves, then afterwards what happens next? Well, I'm not saying this isn't happening, but I'm just saying that we don't get to see much of that taking place. And that's why sometimes I'm like, just give me a break. We need more of this. We need to encourage men to do more of this. Who says a brother doesn't need a hug? Who says a brother doesn't need a shoulder to lean on? For real. Men are not made of rocks, okay? We are made of flesh, bones, and we got a heart. That heart sometimes fails. Not all the time does a man need a woman to rekindle him. Why is bromance essential? I believe that someone who's listening to this or watching this might be like, hmm, why why should i consider bromance <laughs> or is it needed <laughs> you know those kind of questions i understand i hear you there's an article in national post i quote bromance may not be the progressive expression of enlightened masculinity as it is sometimes described and portrayed in movies said adam white of the university of beckfordshire in britain when watching movies, you don't see two men holding hands or saying, I miss you, I love you, unless they are brothers or yeah, maybe lovers. Two male friends holding hands is almost non-manly. Correct, that's what society says, right? Okay, the article continues, a key theme of the bromance on the other hand was the freedom to express themselves without judgment and to engage in emotional intimacy without fear. The rise of bromance is very, very good for men. It offers young men the opportunity for, as the research found, elevated emotional stability, enhanced emotional disclosure, social fulfillment, and better conflict resolution compared to the emotional lives they shared with their girlfriends. The article expresses that bromance could threaten heterosexual relationship as the men might not need emotional fulfillment from their women instead they get it from their male friends i mean now you understand why some guys every time they are like man i gotta hang out with the boys i'm hanging out with the boys the boys and i we hung out <laughs> but i mean sometimes it's just too much but i can't entirely agree with that perspective as our women give us a vital fulfillment that our male friends cannot meet just know that everyone has a role, everyone's role is essential, and some roles can never be replaced, all right? No doubt, speaking to a brother when you are in the valley is one of the most exciting feelings ever. 
They understand what it means to face those horrible challenges. The temptations, the misunderstanding, the pushback you get from society, they understand because they are men also. Not only do they encourage you, but they also draw a roadmap with you. My Korean brother Paul and I, we share a unique bond. We check in on each other, open up about some of the things that we are struggling with. We hear each other out. We tell each other the truth, which is also another very fundamental thing and aspect of bromance. And we go further to pray for each other. My best man Tayo, who God has blessed me with, he shares excellent resources to me and he walks me through complex situations. Sam and I, we do the same thing too. I remember the first time his girlfriend saw the both of us, she was like, so much bromance. <laughs> that was the first time I actually heard the word bromance. And then when my wife saw Sam and I for the first time, she also said the same thing, so much bromance. <laughs> it's evident that we are like David and Jonathan in the Bible. This is what God wants for us, man. To love each other as brothers, not fight, not wish the other person evil, and then go further to harm, hurt, or even kill. Some of my male audience listening to this might be thinking that impacting society wasn't their responsibility but that of a politician. But let me ask you, what if you become a politician tomorrow? Do you know that the same values you've established now would be your compass when you get into the office? Now, if we take it further to say, okay, you are the CEO of your office or you become a supervisor, you become a manager, the values you've established now would be your compass when you get into the office. And that's, this explains why there are so many men who aren't prepared for the roles that they are given. Your current family is your office, whether you are married or you are single. I mean, I believe we all have a family, correct? Even if you're an orphan, you still have some set of people that you kind of call family. You are to assume a man's responsibility. The nature of your friendship, the network you keep will either elevate or deplete your worth. Your worth rubs off on every fiber of society, creating a resounding effect, just like this video is doing to you. Now, flashing back, I had a great bromance with my Nigerian friends, Brian, John, Omen, Chiefy, the list goes on and on. I have had the most exciting moments of my life learning from this man and becoming a better man through them. Bromance could give you incredible outcome that would boost your confidence, increase your knowledge, expand your income, and most importantly, cause you to make the right decisions in life. So how can you optimize bromance as a man? Number one the nature of your male friends. First of all, if you don't have good male friends with their head on their shoulders, you won't be able to enjoy what bromance is or feels like. Why do actors have to audition for a movie? Why do employers have to interview a potential employee? They want the right and suitable person for the job. Audit your male friends to see if they are suitable for your life for your future, for your kids, for your family. Friendship doesn't end in just hanging out. It goes further to showing up for their families when they are in need, assisting their children in getting a specific job, ensuring that your friends and their family and also their friends have the resources they need. If we are to identify some of the key performance indicators of what a good male friendship looks like is 
someone that respects you, someone that tries to understand and never seeks to overpower you in a manipulative ways, just like how toxic friendship would bully you into doing stuff that you don't want to do and you would end up regret doing it because that's just not who you really are. A good friendship is very patient and they really want the best for you. So they will take their time and just make sure that you are in the right headspace. If you need space and time to grow, they will help you and they will encourage you doing that. Number two, understand that you are the pillar of a healthy bromance. Healthy bromance starts with you. You are the one who set the standard and boundaries of a healthy romantic relationship. What value are you bringing into the friendship? I need you to reflect on the statement. If you intend to keep getting without giving, you are setting yourself into a failure already. Ensure you have an open door policy for your male friends despite the boundaries that you have set. Make sure you seek ways to build them up. If you come across an article or a video that you know would help improve them in one area or the other, share it with them. You can just be like, hey bro, I remember you said you needed support in this area. I found a video or I found the resources that I want to share with you. I believe it will help you. Or you can just check in and say, hey, hey bro, what's up? What project are you currently working on? Let me know if you need another eye to look through it. I'll be glad to help. Something like that, trust me. Just imagine if both male friends have this kind of mindset, you will see how effortless and effective this friendship would be. Now, the third thing that you need to know when it comes to how you can optimize a bromance is that bromance can't be achieved overnight. Just like every other relationship, bromance needs time to be cultivated. No doubt, men can easily connect and relate with each other as though they've known themselves for a long time but the goal here is that you want to nurture the friendship so don't be in a hurry just take your time okay now the fourth point is go biblical the bible has a wide range of bromance all over i mean jesus is our icon when we're talking about unique masculinity just imagine the relationship he had with his 12 disciples they looked out for each other, they prayed for one another, they uplifted themselves. And Jesus told us to do the same, love your neighbor as yourself. We also looked at the story of Jonathan and David in the Bible, and the story just goes on and on. There are multiple experiences like that. Okay, I think we got to wrap this up right now because I don't want to turn this into a sermon. <laughs> I know we have covered so many points in this video, so I want to hear from you. Are you in a romantic relationship and what is it like? Use the comment if you are watching this video from YouTube or if you are watching on my website. If you are listening to this on my podcast, I would like to hear from you. You can shoot me an email or you can send me a message on my social media. You can see the description for links to resources and also links to reach out to me. Share this video to someone. Yes, let's spread the love. Let's start practicing what we're preaching. I will see you in the next video. Cheers and take care.